0: Hey there, listeners. One more reminder. With over 6,000 downloads of this podcast, we have two reviews. Get yourselves busy. Go review us on Apple Podcasts or at nationalland.podbean.com. Put those reviews in. Let us know what you think of the show, good or bad. We're going to read those on our next episode, and we will be choosing our favorite reviews to give free National Land Realty gear in March. We will be selecting this in March. That means you are only weeks away from National Land Swag. Welcome to episode number 33 of the National Land Realty podcast, where we discuss all things land. Our goal here is to inform, educate and entertain those of you who own land or are interested in the buying and selling of land throughout the United States. My name is Mac Christian and I am the Chief Marketing Officer here at National Land Realty. I will be your host for this episode. In this episode, I'm talking with land professional Jason Miller from Jackson, Mississippi. Jason also happens to be an award-winning television producer and has created television shows for NBC Sports, ESPN, Discovery Channel, A&E, National Geographic, The Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel, and My Outdoor TV. I'm about to run out of breath. There are more. What that means is that Jason knows his stuff when it comes to photography and video production. When selling your land, you need to capture the attention of prospective buyers. And the single most effective way to do that is through quality photography, video, and technology like National Land Realty's Land Tour 360. As an expert, Jason Miller walks us through this process of how to tell the visual story of land. Now sit back and enjoy. I am sitting here with Jason Miller, and this is a unique experience given Jason's background. Uh, Jason, you've you've created shows for ESPN, uh, you know, Whitetail Country, Advantage Adventures, uh, Territories Wild Bass Classic, and uh, and you've got some in the works right now, right?
1: Man, I need three of I me mean, a 48-hour day, Mac. I'm so busy, I I don't get to sleep. You can ask my wife that. I never go to bed.
0: Sounds terrible. So what do you got in the works right now? What are the, what are the shows that you're cranking out? Or are you allowed to disclose this?
1: Yeah. So, uh, so right now I'm, I'm focused on real estate. Um, that's where the, you know, when COVID hit, um, we've been doing outdoor TV programming for 25 years. And so when COVID hit, it stopped our international travel. And so, uh, during that time, it's, uh, it's amazing how things, uh, um, when something slows down, something else picks up, and and I started getting phone calls from land agents to uh, to capture their listings, and so COVID didn't stop that. So we were out in the field just about every day filming new properties, and so during that transition, you know, uh, having a production studio, we already have all the equipment to 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 do land. You know, we've got uh, 107 certification for our our drones. We've got all the cameras. We do still photography. I do all the editing, um, music composition, graphics—you name it. We we have the whole whole studio to get all that done. And so, when it came to doing real estate, I just I just brought the same model that we do our ESPN shows, NBC Sports, and all that. I just brought the same model over to capture land. Uh, you know, the it, the great part about it is that. I enjoyed it more because I wasn't stressed doing it because doing TV production, it's so involved with, you know, you've got multiple crew members on the, on the set. You've got hosts that sometimes they don't want to film. They'd rather hunt. Um, And one thing I can tell you about doing outdoor TV is that it's not about hunting or fishing. It's about production. You got to put production first before you do hunting and fishing. And so it's a, it's a lot of backwards production where it's a lot of stop and starting. And it's not, you're just not really out there enjoying it like you would be if we just went out with our backpack on and, and our gun or our bow. And so uh, when we started doing real estate, I enjoyed it more because I didn't have a host or somebody that didn't want to work doing outdoor TV production saying, Jason, I'm only doing this shot once. And so I really, uh, I really enjoyed that transition so much. It gave me a break. I mean, you got to realize. 25 years of doing uh, ESPN shows, NBC sports shows, outdoor channels, sportsman's channel, and, and a whole bunch of other networks that, you know, we, we produce anywhere between 16, 19 or 26 original outdoor shows a year. And so what that means is that if we spend six to eight months filming those shows on the road, well, there's another six to eight months where you're living at this desk where I'm sitting right now, where, you'll usually find me about four o'clock in the morning about like this in my chair because I passed out because I just can't believe more hours. And so, uh, when we started doing real estate, I really enjoyed the break, so to speak, um, because we didn't have that, uh, those shackles on where somebody didn't want to work. And so it's been a nice transition so much so that, uh, I went ahead and got my, my license. And so, uh, I'm like, well, I've already got everything I need to get this job done, and we don't know how long COVID's going to take. So I, I went ahead and got my license, and we were doing everything through Zoom, like we're doing now. Um, you know, 90% of my class was asleep, <laughs> you, you know, in their office or wherever they were. They were asleep while I was sitting there, just shaking my head, going, how's this work?" And so, uh, <laughs> but you know what? I'm I'm really I'm I'm really seeing the talents that we bring to the table and and understanding the real estate market to take both of them and merge them together um, to really create an awesome product that every buyer and seller is going to instantly want to look at as soon as they see the cover photo and so uh, one thing i can tell you about being a perfectionist uh, and owning a business for so long is that you know TV is, is, is the same as a book. You know, when you're reading a book, the more descriptive it is, the more you feel like you're enamored in that book. You feel like you're there. Well, TV is very visual. And so the more unique cutaway styles we get, the better photography we get, the aerial shots, um, the, the better we get on a multitude of shots, the more we bring the audience into the TV show. And so that's exactly how I approach real estate. I mean, I'm looking at the same format when I'm in the field, uh, capturing this book, so to speak, for people that are going to get on nationalland.com and want to see a property of wherever they're looking. That first photo is going to grab them and it's going to bring them into that listing. And then the great part about there is that, you know, you've got aerial 360s that they can see the whole property. Um, I've got a multitude of different drones where we're flying over the property. I've got a new drone called the Dji Avada, where it's actually like a bird flying through the property. So you feel like you're actually at ground level going through the woods, going through the trails uh, with a you know combination of trail cameras, um steel photography. I think we just we capture the whole property from A to Z. and that's what I love about what we're doing is that I think you know I, I hear some agents say that, you know, do we need that level of photography? Well, in my opinion, as a the only way to be successful in our business and in TV production is that we had to beat 451 other shows to be the best. And so that means everybody's calling Mossy Oak, everybody's calling Benelli and Can M. If you're not that top 10%, you're not going to get those sponsors. And so I don't know any other way to do business but to be absolutely the best you can be in that's going to be represented through your work that you're doing. So, photography is going to set the hook on them to come into the uh, uh, into that listing. And so, hopefully, from there, that's where it's a learning tool for me right now because I've only had my license since March.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, well, so I wanted to rewind real quick. So, so you were in a position of you know you you produce several TV shows. You've been doing this for 25 mm-hmm. years, and and all of a sudden you just get laid up, right? Like COVID hits, nobody's traveling, no one's doing anything. And and so you come from this background where it's like you go out and you're in the field and and you are kind of at the beck and call of whoever's doing the hunt, right? Like you just kind of capture the moment, and if you miss it, you miss it. You got to be on the ball for that. Raining a little bit, and then you're you're kind of like stalled out, and you have all of a sudden all these real estate agents that do land and hunting and stuff are calling you up, and so it's probably it's got to be this process mentally of like, why am I helping these other guys out if I can just be doing this on my own? Like I could I can be working with the properties that I I'm because. It's got to be more enjoyable to just go out. You get to sort of take your time with the listing. You get to kind of do the creative that you want to do on your time. And and like it gets to be more of a creative pursuit on that level. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: That's exactly right. Um, and that's where um, I'm trying to merge these two uh, businesses together is that I'm always my head. My hands are always on a camera and I'm always on the edit suite thinking, OK, What's the new lens I can get? What's the new editing software or what's new camera I can get or the new drone. My head is always there. I even had an agent recently tell me exactly that. He goes, Jason, he goes, you got to pick one or the other. You got to either pick real estate or you got to pick production. Um, But the way I see it is that to me, real estate involves all that because you have to have photos, you have to have videos, you have to have aerials. And so, well, have to might, might not be the right word, but it definitely helps, you know, to have I, well, I
0: think there's, I think there's something that's underestimated with that. You know, I, the, the thing I keep on saying when we, when we talk to agents throughout the country is like, you are who your resume says you are and the effort that you put in to putting a, making a property go live and, and what sort of assembling that presentation, that's what you, you know, when somebody looks at that, that's, you can kind of tell what the, what kind of effort you're going to get from, From somebody that you work with to list your own property because you can look and see their past efforts and you're like okay so this person goes out with like a flip phone and takes photos that are super super pixelated and i can't even tell what i'm looking at that's probably the effort that you're going to get but if you're getting a drone fly through then you're able to show people from around the country someone can be in alabama and look at land in south carolina and you get a sense of actually being there with something like a drone fly through like We've seen several properties that sell sight unseen from across the country just because of the presentation that you're talking about, right? Because when, when you know, sales as its most fundamental level is storytelling, and if you're able to tell a visual story from a listing that you're working with, and and you know, tell it visually, capture the reader's eyes, or I'm saying reader, capture the viewer's eyes. Right there, out of the get-go, then that's half the battle. I mean, the other the other pieces are like land use and valuation, and and that's the upfront work. But the real dirty work is like, how do I tell this story? What do I get in front of people? Is it? I mean, that's that's kind of the work that you're doing, right?
1: That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, you know, I live production twenty four seven, and so what I've had to do with getting into the real estate market is uh, I've really relied on um, the people that have been doing this for a long time to. You know, because think about it, you know, it's not as easy as just, okay. you're going to go out meet a buyer or seller and you're going to say, The here's you pay. Give me a check and the land's yours. There's a lot more detailed contracts and extensions and and 1031s and timber value and other things that I just haven't had the experience to learn yet just because we haven't been in front of it. And so I really rely on uh, those people to help guide me. Now, I think what is a great benefit in what I'm doing. Is that when I have an agent call me, then the way I see it, it's a partnership because not only are they teaching me and helping me learn what we need to do in real estate, but what I do is I call it I take off my gloves and I basically go out to that property and I do a mini TV show and go on that property and spend countless days or weeks, sometimes months, living on that property, getting all the details of that, of the of the things that that agent can't do, and so to me it's a symbiotic relationship that it's a win-win it helps both of us. And so that's one thing I pride myself on with my business and our, our, uh, the, all the awards we've won, including the best overall production for the creation of whitetail freaks with Lee and Tiffany is that I hire the best in the business because I'm only as good as the team that's behind me. And so that's the same here is that, you know, if you've got two or three people or, or broker working with you and they're training you, but I'm also doing what I definitely know how to do with TV production. Then, then we both win, and that's the whole purpose of uh, selling selling land. You know, we want the buyer and the seller to win, and and we want to help them get to that new lifestyle.
0: Yeah, and you and you bring up a really good point as far as you know. It, it, I always try to put myself in in the customer's shoes, right? You know what what is the the need that somebody has, and and that's something that that sort of presents itself as you talk to more and more land agents is is if you talk to somebody out there you know if you're looking to, to buy property or sell your land and you're talking to somebody and you sort of ask what their specialty and they're like everything that that's probably not the case like somebody that's great in timber might not be so good at farmland and and they don't have to be but they have to have the resources to to get the information and you're talking about specializing in, in the photography and then leaning in on the people that have the, like you know you're not gonna have the the ranch knowledge to go out there and be like, "Okay, so this isn't gonna like really hold that many cattle in this area, and maybe you should look at alternate uses and in how you're gonna rotate your herd through this or or you know what you're doing right here with with how you know you're splitting up between your rec tract and your farmland you you're not really utilizing it right like you've got to be able to have the people that know that and be able to bounce off of each other and get the ideas, which is sort of it is a unique part of national land where we do have the kind of that network, and I think that's what you're speaking to, right.
1: It is. And I and I greatly uh, rely on on that advice um, as I've just started, uh, you know, coming on a year of this coming March. And so there's just a lot of things that uh, there's such a plethora of different kind of uh, land or, or things that you can buy that just hold different aspects of what you really need to understand the value. And so that's where I really rely on people uh, like you and including everybody that I met at the summit not too long ago is that it's great to hear all these stories and um, and hear what people have gone through because then I just make sure that we do it in our world. And and that's where I really, I, you know, I think this style that I bring to the table um, is just a win-win in every direction. It, it really is. I mean, I know it's a, you know, one thing that if, you know, if I brought somebody in my studio, I would have to help them along to learn editing. I would help them, you know, learn about the cameras we use, and learn about the music rights and everything else. You know, I can't just say, "Hey, sit down at that edit desk right there," and and good luck. You know, it it really takes me to help mold them, and that's where I see that uh, right now in this juncture of just being a new agent. That that's where I'm at. That I really rely on uh, people that can help me in this direction because you and I both know that contracts get extensive and the wording's got to be exact and you know, we've got rules that we've got to play by that uh, they're just not forgiving if you don't know what you're doing on the front end. And so I really rely on people to help me there. But uh, on the backside, when somebody says, Jason, can you go cover this land, just like we're doing on our TV shows that we've done all around the world, it's <laughs> I do it in my sleep. I can see it, you know, no matter what direction we want to go and what we want to showcase. I know exactly what we need to need to do and how to do it. And and what comes out of my studio goes goes straight to TV, you know. Yeah, so it, so if you're talking to somebody,
0: when it comes to land, right? I mean, it's you know it's different than than a hunting show, but at the same time, it is storytelling. So, what makes a good story? What where do you
1: start? Being descriptive. You know, the first thing you know, if a, if a client's going to call me and they're going to say, "Hey, Jason, can you list my property?" We're going to sit down and we're going to go over the details of exactly what that property and the value that it holds. And so. You know, being a a TV producer, I'm listening to what their favorite aspects of their lifestyle, um, what those are. And so, you know, if they've got a great fishing spot or if they've got a big lake, you know, maybe they've got a great waterfowl impoundment and they do uh, whitetail management uh, and they do it. Uh, They've got implementation of food plots and uh, different kind of, uh, you know, tree stands or ground blinds or uh, turkey hunting you know, there's all sorts of different aspects, you know, even going, you know, think about a farmer, you know, just going into the life of a farmer, you know, I can see going to their house and seeing them make their breakfast. And then, you know, you see all the details of them getting into their tractor and, and doing the aerials of following that tractor and the ground being turned and seeing those crops grow. To me, it's just a you know, you find out the lifestyle that they're living. And, and what I'm doing is I'm, I'm actually taking what they love about it. And I'm capturing that on film to put that in front of a future buyer so that they can feel themselves actually being there. You know, to me, when you can sell a place sight unseen, which we've done on properties, that's pretty amazing that we've gone into that kind of detail so that they feel like they're actually living that lifestyle.
0: Yeah. And there's a, there's a huge contrast in that, right. Between, you know, I, I do fall by, back on this probably too often, but like the comparison of, you know, residential real estate versus sort of working with land. Because if, if when you're working with residential real estate, you're talking about a place that people like stay the night and they cook at and like, you know, they live in it, but it, there's something different about the relationship with land. Like you really are, you, you're talking less about just a place that you live and you're talking about a lifestyle. And and so when, you, when you're telling that story, it, you know, you don't think about that up front as like, oh, you're going to tell a story of my farm. Like, I wake up and I work my can off, and like that's like, that's the lifestyle. But it's not really that. It's you know, you know, it's it's capturing the landscape. It's capturing that topo, like what's around it, where where you know, are are you are you tilling a field that's on an incline, and and you know how large is it, and what's it look like off the front porch, and you know, you're going to be living here and blood, sweat, and tears out in front of you that's a story and it's a lifestyle and and to be able to tell that visually is fairly important especially if the buyer isn't able to visit the property right away right
1: that's right you know I've got a great story um, recently we listed a, a piece of property out of outside of Vicksburg Mississippi and uh and the grandparents generation was selling this property that's been in their family forever and it turns out that this property was on the Civil War battlegrounds where the Battle of the Big Black River Bridge was fought. And so as soon as I heard that, I instantly started asking questions because you could see the landowner really uh, perk up because they've got so many stories of the artifacts they found on that property. And so as we got to talking and I saw their passion, well, what did I do? I instantly said, you know what I want to do? I'm going to go film a TV show on going to get a metal detector. I've never had a metal detector. I went and learned how, you know, which one to get, how to run it. And then I went met with a guy that's a seasoned detector to tell me the different tones of what kind of metal you're over. And then I actually went out to the property and uh and actually found artifacts that were actually from that battle. And my hair just stood up thinking about it because that is just an unbelievable history that you hold in that property. But more importantly, you actually saw when we went to the closing table that they sold it, that uh the grandfather was tearing up because he, he loved that piece of property so much that he just he really didn't want to let it go. And so, man, it was a great, you know, it wasn't just going to, you know, I look at real estate more than just buying and selling a piece of land. I mean, this is people's history and family history that's, that's lived on this. And so when you really get to meet these people and really form a bond and a friendship, and then you go above and beyond of being the person that's just helping them with a the contract and you get to know them. And you see their passions that you, you know, you actually walk away feeling like a million bucks because you've helped them go where they want to go. You know, you, you feel their, um, you know, their heartbreak of, of moving on from a place that they loved. Uh, but you also see their excitement as they're going on a new road. And so that's what um, I try to take out from every listing that we get. I try to really bond with that buyer or seller so that I can uh, help them with that next step in their life.
0: Yeah. And that kind of thing really matters, too. And and it's more prevalent in land, right? Like, you know, you talk about U.S. history. We're a fairly young country. You're not exactly going to go out and buy a castle, you know, but the land is very old and and there's a lot of stories to be told around it. And as you know, even if even if you're just talking about a working operation, if you're just looking like, you know, I'm going to run cattle on this land. But if there's a history in it, um, even it you think about history and you're talking civil war and that's obviously, you know, that's, that's an immense amount of history. That's just such a robust story, but it could even be as simple as, Hey, this family has been in my, you know, this, this farm has been in my family for five generations or, you know, three generations. And, and, you know, this Creek down here used to fish really well. And, and, you know, little things like that, those nuances, like, you wouldn't think that that is is relevant to a buyer that's looking to do business, but it does matter because you're buying that land and there's, there's kind of a succession that's there and it's so important to the people that own it and it will be important to the next people that acquire it. So it's, it's keeping those storylines alive is kind of essential to the whole process.
1: It really is, you know, and there's a lot that goes into it. And so there's a lot of work between, you know, all the, all the team players that are involved in, in seeing a closing come through fruition. It's a, uh, it's definitely a team effort to get it across the goal line. And so uh I've enjoyed that side of things. You know, I've also uh it's humbled me. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, because uh, you know, when I started uh looking into doing real estate photography when COVID hit, um I had no idea what went into it. Um I thought it was just <laughs> simple as taking like what i normally do with my camera and go and take a picture of a room. But what I learned is that it's far from that. I mean, we're doing between 10 and 15, sometimes 25 different shots of one room and then we merge and edit all those together to make one finished photograph. And so, uh, man, I was really humbled and what we need to do to really make um, a property pop and so much so that, you know, for any business, you're always going to see what your competition is doing. And that's what I did. I researched all my competition and I saw what their quality was and I beat it without a doubt. And so that's the only way that I know how to do business. And, And that's not to be competitive, that's because I want to be the best at what I do. It's just uh, I want people to call me because they want a superior product, not because they want the person that's behind it. So that's what's important.
0: I was going to say, I wouldn't take that as a bad thing to be competitive like that because I mean, again, putting myself in a customer's shoes, I want that, right? Like I want somebody that's out there trying to beat the pants off everybody else that sells properties because I want to see mine at the top or, or I want somebody that puts in that effort for me And that's sort of the key to it is, is, you know, you want to find somebody that works for you as hard as you want them to work. You know, you don't want somebody to, what's the, um, uh, the three Ps, post a sign, put it on an MLS and pray. It's something, something (laughs) like, I can't remember, like, you know, you you don't, you don't want like somebody that works at it like that. They take like three pictures and throw it up on an MLS and you're done. Um, You know, you want somebody that puts that effort in the storyline. You want somebody that, that, you know, the, the figures out the, the right image and the right shots and presents your property in the best way possible. And, and to boot, you know, they're valuating your property, you know, well, and they're, and they're, you know, verifying your water rights and they're, they're doing all the dirty work, you know, that goes on behind the scenes to get something up and going.
1: That's right. Well, you know, look at it, look at today. Um, look at the cast net that we have to just get a property to market and what we have to do to, to advertise it. I mean, this is what's amazing is that you know when I was growing up, you know, you saw a sign out in the street, and that's who you called. There's no such thing as internet or anything like that. And, you know, our phones were on the wall with a cord on it. You know, and so, you know, today, not only do you have to do the photography and the aerials and the editing and the storytelling, um, but then you got website design, which we do. Then you've got YouTube to reach more clients, and you've got Instagram and Facebook and then you've got to learn about hashtags and uh <laughs> when to post and how to post and the keywords that you use to post I mean I'm telling you I spend so much of my time I can seriously hire somebody just to handle my social media advertising and it's so important because it just brings that many more eyeballs to see that property and and that's how you find buyers today but I tell you what it's uh it's a never ending um job to do all that every day i try to i try to take my morning and make social media posts and try to get those things out there before i head out during the day but to be honest with you i could do that all day every day and never catch up
0: and that morning's got to be early because i know you're trying to catch that morning light right you gotta catch that that golden that golden time to get those shots so you got really <laughs> morning huh?
1: yeah uh and that's what that's the one part i love is that um i can tell you this and this is how i grew up is that i grew up hunting and fishing you know my grand- grandfather and my, um, my father, uh, taught me how to fish and taught me how to hunt. And as soon as I was old enough to go out on my own, uh, you couldn't keep me out of the woods or off the lake. That's, we lived on, on a wooded property with a big lake on it. And that's all I did growing up, you know, so much so that most of the time I was even out there by myself. And so I think that's how I became so independent, um, growing up and even into my career that, you know, when we go on location to film, you know, I'll go to, uh, to Alaska and I'll tent camp for 28 days um, out there with brown bears and everything else that, that wants to eat you um, to get those shots, you know? And so uh, when we go to Africa, we're there for a month and a half and living out in the bush, you know, walking with elephants and being one-on-one with those animals to get those perfect shots. And that's exactly what I do on these properties is that if I find out that uh, it's got a, a healthy wild Turkey population, then I'm out there, at the crack of dawn and I'm listening to where they're roosting, I'm going to find where they go and I'm going to follow them all day until I get them within that 15 yard range to get that one perfect photograph or that one stretch of video that just showcases that property. Um, And so that's the dedication you need when you're out in the field that I think that, you know, a lot of agents, um, maybe they don't put that kind of time in to that kind of work because when I when I see somebody share one of my photographs and including this one wild turkey shot that I've got, it took, it took me seriously all day, never been on the property, never knew where they were roosting, following them, them gobbling at me and just wouldn't come in. And finally cat and mouse playing all day long. And I went back to where they were roosted and they end up coming back that direction, you know, at seven thirty that night, you know, and so I got the perfect shot. And so when I look at those shots to me, it's, it's not a photograph to me. It's, it's a labor of love that you're out there from, you know, it could be five weeks before you get that shot, you know. And so um, it takes a lot of dedication in that field. But to me, that's what sets this, this whole path apart from what everybody else is doing is that uh, I'm willing to go out in the, in the field and, and take that time to capture that shot.
0: Yeah, and as you're saying this, I'm I'm just seeing your background there in your office, and we're not we're, we usually don't run the videos here for the for uh for the podcast, but I can describe it to the to the listener. Um, it looks like something you would see out of you know when when you imagine the old English explorers going out to find the source of the Nile, and and it looks like kind of a tent set up, and there's just like wild game animals and and artifacts behind you. Um, I'm, I'm imagining there's probably some like muzzle loaders back there and stuff from some, some yeah, old, so, so
1: look, I'll just, I'll walk you around real quick. So as, so where I'm sitting in front of my edit desk, you, you can see, so <laughs> my, my screen is running. And so those are, that's what I'm looking at when I edit. And so I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven monitors and a, and a client monitor right there that they're watching the video when they come into the studio. Yeah, you, so, don't a, uh, yeah. you don't
0: have an office there. That is a whole vibe.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so this is my man cave. I mean, this is where I live. And so, as as I come all the way back, you know, you definitely see that. You know, it's a big studio, and so, you know, we do a lot of production. We do a lot of music, original uh, music composition up here. But it's definitely, you know, when you talk about artifacts, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, looking at Indian pottery that I found uh, in in Kentucky, or this. Arrowhead that I found in in Illinois, um, or this poacher's bullet that I found in an elephant in Africa, and so you know I've got uh, a well bone from Alaska that when we were brown bear hunting, um, and I found it on the beach, and so you know all these little artifacts in my man cave that uh, you know this is where I live, you know it's I, I you know all the all the uh, bows and all the whitetails up here, a lot of them are huge. Because they mean more to me being up here because these are the ones I hunted when I was a kid. Yeah. And so this wasn't the ones I hunted when I was doing all the TV when I was a pro on Whitetail Country and all that, where we were filming it. These are the ones that you had no clue what was going to show up in front of you when you were growing up. You were just happy to see a deer. And so, you know, when I look at these deer, you know, the big ones downstairs are downstairs, but these are more important to me because these are the ones I hunted when I was growing up. But but yeah, so yeah, you, know, you know it's a man cave, and uh, basically I live up here. You know, a lot of people ask about the studio, and one thing uh, I laugh about is that. So all that equipment and that edit system is actually a house. So it's got a price tag of around two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. So
0: video equipment runs up there. So I was going to yeah. ask you, you know, yeah. if if somebody's working with you know. Normally, when somebody work with, with, with uh, a land agent, it's usually off a referral like, hey, I worked with this person. You should talk to them or or, you know, you Google somebody and, and you find out like there's not a lot of people that you keep a land agent in their pocket. Some people do. I, I'm not going to say that, that nobody does that. But, you know, somebody comes in and they start, you know, talking with you about your land and you start telling the story about your land. You know, what are you, What are they wanting to look for? From as far as, you know, we talked about effort and and you've talked about, you know, what you put into into the photography and, and telling the story and, and really marketing the property. Right. You know, what are the things that somebody wants to focus on, you know, for for a land agent when they're when they're working with them?
1: You know, that's a man, that's a broad question because uh, it's a very broad question. <laughs> yeah, because uh, when we get calls, it could be, uh, you know there's this one piece of property that I, that I showcased um, that I'm not an actual agent on, but I showcased it for, I think we spent five weeks in the field and another week or two weeks in the studio putting it together. Um, But they were looking at that piece of property for the mineral rights, um, not necessarily, you know, the deer and the turkey that were on it. Um, You know, I just, we've got another property that uh, we just listed that, uh, you know, the clients that are um, interested in this uh, want to create a subdivision out of it. And, uh, you know, so what I'm seeing is that there's a lot of difference, you know, between if somebody's looking for a waterfowl hunting spot, which we get a lot of calls about, um, or it could be somebody that's looking for the investment side of things. And so, uh, it's hard to narrow down, uh, just one aspect of what people are coming to. But one thing that when, when they call me, and this is the value that's, um, I like to bring toward the team that we work with is that, you know, we're here to showcase and capture that property and help you sell it to the best of our abilities. And that goes above and beyond, you know, a simple cell phone picture, you know, and that, that lens on that cell phone is probably cloudy, dirty. They don't, they don't clean their lens. And so, you know, I think that, uh, you know, with the knowledge that, Agents need to know what that land holds, know the value of possibly the timber if, if that needs to be it, or if the mineral rights are involved, or a 1031 exchange. You know, that's all things that are important to know when those when those questions are asked. And so um, yeah, but that's that, what you know, I'm
0: I was gonna say I thought of a way to narrow it down because everything that you just said is spot on, right? Like you want you want somebody, you know, you're gonna subdivide the land, right? You need somebody that knows that understands like the commercial zoning of the area, you know, if you want to harvest timber you need someone that's going to be able to walk in and tell you like you could, but your crown spacing is terrible. You got to thin this out a little bit. You know, there's, there's different little things like that, that you want brought to the table. Talk to me about from your perspective, as far as, you know, your strength in particular, because everybody has a strength and, and yours is definitely the art of storytelling and, and marketing a listing and getting that in front of people in a way that is going to catch their eye more than other agents are going to do. You know, from that perspective, you know, what what would somebody want to work with? Because, I mean, you're not all over the country. You're in your area and everybody should contact you in your area. But what about those areas that you're not? Somebody wants to work with somebody and they want that sort of skill set.
1: Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up because I'm actually working on trying to be all over the country. Are you trying to be all over the country?
0: Are you, getting, you I taking am, all the state
1: tests? <laughs> I am trying to take a test in every state to cover that everything. sounds like
0: nightmare fuel to me. I'm terrified of that. <laughs>
1: yeah my ambition never sleeps you can ask my wife that she's gonna find me dead in this chair and so uh so no i'm actually looking at the whole ball of wax i'm actually trying to all figure right. out so you're all,
0: let's let's rewind that then if you're anywhere in the country
1: <laughs> that's that's what i'm trying to do now i've got to get past mississippi right now but yeah uh so what i'm what i'm wanting to do um is i'm wanting to actually take national land and i want to take all their photography and all their storytelling and all their video. And I want to, I want to make it look like a cinematic movie. And to me, when you do that, everybody wins. Not only does the the buyer and seller wins, but the company as a whole wins because we have a great look and we have a great brand. And so um, with that being said, it's going to take a lot of teamwork from other people in other States to figure out how we can do this. And so this is where the rabbit hole really goes down pretty far yeah, because yeah. you're trying to figure out how we're going to pay for this because TV production is not cheap. I mean, not only is a camera gear expensive, but you've got to travel. You've travel got hotel. Feet, you've got FedEx. You've got hard drives. you got memory cards, drones, drone insurance, uh, licensing for one Oh seven. Uh, editing music rights. You have to pay for Uh, photography, editors, um, graphics, and all that costs money and all that takes time. And so what I'm trying to figure out is how do we take this model and figure out how we can win and get this going where I know for a fact that I can take it. And I know with all these pieces of property that we get, that there's a story on every one of them. I know there is. Now, I just need to figure out how I'm going to get there and (laughs) (laughs)
0: Caption <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, it's it's operating at scale, right? Like that's the that's the issue that everything, every every organization that has a niche or every every organization that like that, that tries to grow ends up with a scale issue, and and you know that becomes that becomes something that everyone you know has to solve at some point or another. Um, so. So when you go in, what's the first thing you do? Like you, you mentioned, just like you just walk the property, you talk to the person, you know, what's, how do you get a feel for a listing when you go in there to tell a story?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to, I'm definitely going to spend the majority of my time with the landowner and the people that actually know it. If they've got a guide or if they've got a, a land manager, then I'm going to spend um, a considerable, um, considerable amount of time getting all those details of exactly what that land has to offer. And then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure out how I'm going to capture that on film and and capture the story. And so, this is where my TV production comes involved, where I'm trying to figure out: okay, are we going to we going to capture time lapses of the house and do a twilight shot? You know, we're going to maybe showcase the the person working the land. Um, Maybe we capture a hunt or go fishing with the with the the homeowners and and kind of get a feel of what their lifestyle has been. And so, you know, that's the that to me is. is one of the hardest parts because that could take time, you know, I mean, we spent uh, five or six weeks on a place called pecan Point, And we actually, ap- we actually captured the whole seasons, you know, we captured between waterfowl and, and Turkey season, and then fishing season, uh, whitetail season, um, you know, them harvesting crops and things like that. And so that took, you know, weeks to do, you know, and so, when you're trying to capture that over time, you know, that can get expensive. Um, it can also get expensive on my end because I'm the one that's actually paying for it all. You know, I'm actually fronting all the money for the gas and the camera gear and the editing and paying the music rights and paying the graphics team. And so it gets real expensive on my end. And and what we're seeing on the turnaround is it we're putting the money out in hopes that we're going to get it down the road. And so that's the business aspect that we're trying to bring this model to showcase these properties. But we're also trying to make sure that we can keep the business going as we go, because you and I know that if you did that once a week and all that's going out, you know, you, you know, sometimes properties can take years to sell and right. so it uh, gets expensive you quick. Up, you bring up a con point and that's,
0: that's a listing that, you know, for those for those listeners that are wondering, like, oh man, they they spent like months on a property, like, I, I, this is just a chunk of grass, right? Like, no, this is not a chunk of grass. This is a world class property that you're talking about, and in spending that kind of time, like, that just adds to the equation, right?
1: Oh man, it's beautiful. It's it's perfect. I, I'm telling you, man. If I had a checkbook, I I would have already bought it because it's gorgeous. It's on the Mississippi River. You know, there's uh, turkeys and and whitetails and and hunting galore, fishing galore, uh, waterfowl, and so. You know, when I got to spend all that time over there showcasing that property for the agents, um, I really got to know that that property one on one. And so, uh, and that goes back to your question on on how I figure out how to showcase them. Is that, uh, you know, I just, you know, I'm a hunter first and foremost. Um, second, I'm a producer and a storyteller. And so, when I know what those key aspects are on that property, then that's what I start going after and just spending time in the field, chasing those elements and and capturing the essence of that property.
0: And this one, I I had to look it up real quick while you are talking to food because I couldn't remember the acreage on it off the top. of My, head. you're talking six thousand acres that you're telling a story on, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it's a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly gonna lot. like rip this thing out and walk it in a day. <laughs> no, no, no. I've walked most of it, chasing turkeys and whitetails, and I've seen everything that that property has to offer. It's beautiful.
0: And and for those for those listening that are that are thinking of of you know looking at where to list a property, I think that that sort of answers the question is, is that is the kind of effort that you want out of somebody that you're working with is you want somebody that's willing to spend the time to get to know the land because it's, it's, you know, the storytelling is one piece of it. But the other piece of it is land sales work a little differently than, you know, your typical real estate transaction. Sometimes the buyer and the seller side are collaborating on the tour of the property. And, and because somebody has to know it, you know, you can't just Take the buyer's agent onto the property and you know take the the potential buyer and just go like okay here's an atv have fun you know th- that's right. not going to tell you exactly what so you've got to have somebody that's willing to know the property just as well as the owner and to be able to take a prospective buyer through it and and to be able to familiarize them as quick as possible really you know because you know when someone comes into a property you have know, one two days you know some of them will take it for a huge thing they'll spend like you know three four days there um but you want somebody that puts in that effort right to to do the legwork
1: oh without a doubt because uh you know majority of those properties uh you know it comes with a heavy price tag and, and people definitely want to know what they're buying and so um there's there's no way to showcase it unless you absolutely know everything about that property and so you can tell if you don't know it and you've got to go back to the well to figure out what those questions are that sometimes they get a little frustrated and so but here's the thing is that you know we We've got to do the job at the best of our abilities and we might not have the quit or the answer right off the bat, but we can always get it, you know? And so, uh, uh, that's where you just, it's a learning tool. You know, we're here to showcase it with what we know and if we don't know it. We're going to go back to the owners and ask them and give them their due diligence to make sure that, uh, we get them the proper information.
0: So I want to flip the script on, uh, on what I'm asking you now. Like, so Somebody's looking at past sold listings from an agent. Maybe they're not too familiar with what makes something good to sell. Um, what makes a bad listing? Uh, when added online. What what what's what's a bad one look like? And I don't want you to throw anybody under the bus that we know or love. You know,
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would never do that. Um, you know, uh, you know, being descriptive. I think being descriptive to make sure that they're they're, you know. Telling everything that they know about the property, because you got to realize we've got uh, the tools of 360 to where you can actually see the whole details of that property from an aerial view, and you can scroll around and actually see um, uh, points of interest, and you can see um, exactly where the directions are, and you can see uh, if they've got trail cameras in one location, or um, maybe they have got a 360 on the ground um, or videos on the ground, and so. Uh, You know, when they're when they're there, you're taking the most of their time because people have a short attention span these days. And so if you don't have all that in place, then they might just look at and say, "Okay, those cell phone pictures are cloudy and they're terrible. And I'm just going to click off because I don't like it. Well, that's where it's in my in my opinion, it's extremely important to make sure that you are telling the full story so that you are doing the right job. Um, That's what I see is that, you know, the big thing to me is being a stickler about photography. Even though if you didn't do video or do aerials, the photography should should be stellar. And, and that's going to take a little bit of an an investment to get a, a camera that's, that's a good one to be able to showcase those properties. Um, the descriptions are the second um, aspect that I would look at that, okay, maybe they need to improve on. Um, you know, as far as showcasing the properties, you know, making uh, use of uh, Facebook and Instagram to showcase those so you get as many people to see them as possible. Um, and then uh you know when you get phone calls, you know being able to go out and show those properties and so um and I tell you what it, it's it's a lot to do it's a lot of expense to do um and to do it right, and so you know sometimes you're in a hurry up and wait kind of mode to to do your job to to showcase the property right in hopes that somebody's gonna call them,
0: yeah, I was gonna throw in there too the ability you know for for any agent that you're working with to to feed that listing to aggregator sites as well, um, you know, different partnerships that we work with in the land industry mm-hmm. are different than what people work with in commercial, and are different than people work with in in residential. But what you do is you get, you know, you get the 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 biggest user base, right? There's a reason that Zillow was named by the Oxford English Dictionary as a verb, right? You know, you use Zillow something now; it's an actual word that they put into the into the Oxford, right? So. Hey there, listener. This is embarrassing. Uh, No, I just need to do a disclaimer here. Google was added to the Oxford English Dictionary. Zillow was not. However, you may still use it as a normal part of your lexicon. You may Zillow something if you choose. You just won't find it in the Oxford. Just a reminder to everybody out there, always fact check, including podcast hosts. Always fact check. Back to the show. It, it it's because it accumulates so many viewers in it. Um you you want to be able to work with somebody that can feed listings on a on a nationwide level and a worldwide level. I mean, because that's the the expanse those sites get. And and as well as their their own website, you know, like that's something that National Land works on. And, and you know, everybody in our industry works on that to to be able to get that awareness out there and get in front of people is something that's kind of paramount to to really exposing the property out there. And then to what you to what you just said. Utilizing social media, that's such a, probably an underutilized thing just across the board in, in every level, um, across any 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 niche of, of real estate that you see out there. Um, maximizing that is such a, an essential skill that you see.
1: It really is. And, I, and I'll tell you this, I, I spend a tremendous amount of time on YouTube. I mean, if I don't know how to do something, I am on YouTube, Googling it, going, okay, how do you do this? And I'll sit there and watch videos on it all day long to make sure that okay what's this software do or what's this camera do or you know it's it's amazing how that tool can teach you and that goes back to you know people that don't know about photography you can get on there and google search you know how to how to camera work 101 and they'll teach you all about photography and so um you know i just take advantage of all the tools that we have um but it you know it's it's consuming it takes a lot of my time um, and I live in the studio and I live in the field doing it and, um, you know, I, I wouldn't know any, anything else. I mean, I love doing it, uh, even the hours that it takes. And sometimes, um, it's an investment that you're, that you're putting into yourself to, to see where you want to go. Um, but the harder you work, you know, the better the payoff. And so, um, in this direction that, uh, you know, this is where I'm hoping this will go with me being new to the industry to learn. Well, I already know those tools, so i'm I'm hoping that I can implement them to very to help expand, us you know?
0: expand yeah well and, and that's a lot of what you've illustrated here today too i I think really goes on to you know i I do keep on hearing the stories of agents that are working with landowners that are like well i I don't want to give somebody commission you know for selling my property and they're like well i you know they 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 really kind of frown on that part of it. But there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes. Like, can you li- can you sell your property just on your own and do it for sale by owner? Yes, absolutely. How much time you got?
1: <laughs> like, that's right. what's, what's
0: your resources? What's your knowledge base? Um, who can you call to get the the knowledge base when you when you don't have it in front? Like those things all happen. But the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes just to get like the right shot, the right description, the you know to to be able to assess the value of timber or farm or, or ranch land that takes a there is a lot of work in that.
1: Oh, my Lord. Yes, there is. Um, you know, here's here's an example. Um, so if you look at just the agent and the time that they spend in the field, you know, with the price of gas these days, you know, they're spending 100, 150 bucks for that day to meet a client out in the field to showcase that property. Well, it doesn't stop there. They're going to have a truck and then they're probably pulling a side by side. Well, there's another 20, 30. Forty thousand dollars for that side by side to get around on that property, and so you're talking about an expensive day. Well, when you start looking at what I'm taking into the field, just for example on on Pecan Point, you know you're looking at five thousand dollar week. You know, so you're looking at a twenty five thirty five thousand dollar turnaround on that project that we did for that property in hopes that we sell it to get paid. And so that's where um, things can get real stressful real quick when you're doing a lot of those shoots. And so, um, but. That's where you know the investment of what you're doing, um, you know is worth a reward because you're representing that property and that buyer and that seller right to actually help them sell that property. So yeah, it's a job. Without a doubt, selling real estate, no matter if it's residential or commercial, um, it's, it's a job, and it takes a lot of expense on the front end to, uh, to sell on the back end.
0: Yeah, and and you've done an amazing job at kind of illustrating that out to where somebody, you know, I think somebody could listen to this and go, "Oh, I I don't want to do that. I better call an agent."
1: <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> There's no other way that I would do it.
0: Exactly. Well, hey, um, had you, you know, I don't want to kill off your afternoon here, uh, but as you take over the country with uh with all of your real estate <laughs> tests, you know, tell me, uh, tell, tell tell any listener here how they're going to find you.
1: Um, so, yeah, so you can find me one of two ways, obviously, uh, with National Land. Um, you can look up National Land Realty, uh, Jason Miller on Facebook. You can find I'm me that direction. There. Yep. Um, and then uh, you can also find me at uh, my company's name is uh, Raven, the number six studios, raven6studios.com. Whoops, your mic just cut out. Hit it with a rock come but uh, you're back
0: (laughs) back. the last like five Uh, seconds here cut out
1: yeah the the boss was calling me and so uh, i had to turn off her call. oh i got you yeah so uh but no raven six studios is the name of my company and so if you want to see the the kind of tv shows that we produce you can go to raven6studios.com and that's the number six and so uh yeah that's what uh that's what i do in a nutshell and that's my passion without a doubt
0: Awesome. Jason, I absolutely appreciate your time, man. And I appreciate your expertise. Uh, I, I get a big kick out of it, man, as far as like the, all the things that you have going on. Uh, very, very, feel very, very privileged to have you on here. So thank you very much for your time.
1: Mac, I appreciate you more, buddy. You're teaching me way more than I'm teaching you right now. So hey, if I could, uh, <laughs> if I could keep you on the phone all day, I'd, I'd be talking real estate until I bored you to death. So I appreciate y'all more. Awesome. Thank you, man. Take care, bud. concludes
0: episode number 33 for the national land realty podcast discussing the importance of quality photography and video with land professional jason miller from jackson mississippi you can learn more about land ownership and the buying and selling of land at nationalland.com